Hello and welcome back to episode 4 of Rouge 1, the preparation for Smash Brothers episode. I am Kevin Yost. I'm Ben Rogers. Uh, Matt Gould here. I'm Sud Sampath and my body is not ready for Smash, but I am with someone who might be ready for Smash, my dear housemate, Brian Fisher. Brian, how are you? I am appropriately smashed in preparation for Smash. Okay, awesome. So we wanted Brian on, if only because he's my housemate. It's hard to hide this from him. And also, we wanted to ask him what he's been playing this week. Brian, what have you been playing this week? So first, thank you for having me on by default. It feels like I worked really hard to get on this, so thank you for recognizing that. Yeah, for those uh, of us who are American, housemate means roommate. What? No, he's... We don't what? Sh- okay, whatever. <laughs> Sud and I actually have bunk beds for all sorts of activities. It's true. Um, <laughs> we, we talk by flashing the flashlight against the ceiling in, like, Morse code. It's the most effective way to communicate, <laughs> especially the monsters can't see us. Not two cans and a string. I'm Wait, uh, can I stop right here? So, is Housemate, like, a... a hit, I don't like, hear not... it very often. I, yeah, I call you my roommate. Yeah. Really? It's definitely way more common to say roommate. But you're also talking to the person that when I moved back in with my parents, I told people I lived at my parents' house with roommates, just not mentioning those roommates <laughs> were my parents. It's a good cover. Did you huh. specify <laughs> parents and then No, he's just two old people. I've known them for well, years. No, they're just roommates I live with at my parents' house. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're both in their 60s. <laughs> <laughs> they much shame. So anyway... In, before Smash, uh, which I'm super excited about, and I'm sure it's going to take over my life willingly, uh, I've been playing NBA 2K19. Oh, God. Now, this is a delayed take, but I have a lot of thoughts. So, there's a big controversy when this game came out. And there was this issue that people felt it was like a pay-to-win. You had to spend money on uh, what's called virtual currency VC to boost up your player. And I got the game and then found out all these reviews that were, like, just destroying the game, saying, this is terrible. And it was like, well, I've already spent $60 on it, and uh, I am a six-foot-nothing white boy who has basketball dreams <laughs> but no basketball skill. <laughs> so the thing I love about these games is they're like a basketball RPG. You literally get a player, you play, you raise the skills, you get better. It's great. Like Classic s- RPG. What skills? Like... Sniping. Like little basketball <laughs> Did you say sniping? sniping? Yeah, you could be your, a three-point sniper. <laughs> I personally go hard in the paint to get a lot of blocking in, a lot of stealing, a lot of rebounding. What was, what was that tweet you shared, Kevin? Where it, or no, I shared it, where it was just like, uh, you can't keep yelling active shooter every time you drain a three in the gym. <laughs> Very true. Good, good life advice. Uh, the Y doesn't appreciate it when you scream active shooter in the building. Yeah, fire! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so people were, like, losing their minds over this game that they alleged you had to spend money on it to be decent. And so I started playing it, and it's just a regular fucking game. <laughs> Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. Yeah. Great, I swear. <laughs> um, yeah, we so fuck up in our... This is a Christian podcast. They're just like complaining, you can't possibly enjoy this game without spending oodles and oodles of money on it. And it's just like, did you not buy a basketball game to play basketball? (laughs) Are you upset that like, you actually have to try at it? It's, so anyway. But do you have to spend $60 to unlock Darth Vader? 
<laughs> uh, 60 hours, two, 200, hour, 200 hours of gameplay, you finally get Darth Vader on the court. Yeah, this game came out in September, it's now December, and Frank Law is the two-time NBA champion MVP, doesn't take no shit in the plane. It's, uh, it's wonderful, and everybody is wrong except me. <laughs> However, I will say, there is a story which makes me laugh, because all sports games clearly need a story. And the way it starts is you're like, you go to China, you are not drafted, so you go to China, you play in those, those leagues, you work your way back to the G League, which is the NBA Development League, it used to be the Development League, sold the rights to Gatorade, because nothing <laughs> in this country can be monetized. So, Amen. then like, get drafted, It's the Gatorade Development League? Yeah, that's why it's called the G League, G League. I totally forgot, <laughs> I did not realize that. No. Again, Oh my god. <laughs> Also, this podcast is brought to you by Gatorade. <laughs> Time to quench your thirst. Is that the? I don't uh, even think that's the slogan. It's, it's brought by Gatorade, no, the off-brand Gatorade. Quench it. Gatorade. Yeah, we, no, we, can't, we couldn't. We're not nice enough to be sponsored by Gatorade. It's Gatorade. Yeah. Ladles that are in the shape. Of <laughs> Victoria's Secret oh, catalog. Adorable. No Sears catalog. They like, they like rest. Huh? In your soups and. St- Stews. And they sneak they sneak under the little surface and then when it's time to get the shit out, the gator attacks into your bowl. <laughs> it's a team effort. Delicious. But anyway, so you get called up to the league and then that's the end of the story. And so then you're just like a player in the league. Wait, it just ends there? Well you then play, play but then you're just playing like a beer promo. Right, so the problem is all I wanna do is talk massive amounts of shit. And like, call out other players for being scrubs, <laughs> and not and bring that weak shit into the paint. Because again, Frank Law, Lawbringer, a paladin who's now finds himself as an NBA center. <laughs> he brings the law. Man, that's a great character. Right? That's an awesome character. character. That's the that's so, the kind of I, fantasy football. That's I kind of well, I, I, I definitely want to talk to you guys about this. So, if you did not know, like, this is sort of a trend that's been happening in sports games. For maybe the past, like, four years, you'd say? So I think it started in NBA 2K13. Tecmo. Where it was, uh, like, it was the Michael Jordan game. And you, like, played as Michael Jordan. Oh, I played this. As rookie Michael Jordan. And, like, he started... There's no way you played this, Ben. I refuse to believe you played this game. (laughs) Charles Barkley showed up and jammed Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so, and then, like, it took off. Like, NBA 2K was the original one. And then, like, it's now in Madden, it's in FIFA, um, I think it was in NCAA football before they discontinued that because they were getting sued out of their minds, (laughs) but, uh, it's it's weird, because, like, now people are pissed at this original franchise, this NBA 2K, because you actually have to play it to get good as basketball. And, like, I don't understand, like, what did you expect when you bought a fucking basketball game? Anyway, this was super topical in, like, October, so thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, it's fine. I, I actually really like that we're talking about sports games because for a layperson who hasn't played a sports game recently, they're not what you think. Like, they're really not about playing the game anymore. It's about your pro. And, and like, that's what sort of sells these games now. FIFA is sort of the exception where the ultimate team, like, collecting cards aspect probably drives the game more than anything. But even they've put a ton of money into an RPG uh, selection process. The problem I have with these games, and we were talking about this, Brian, is that they aren't true to life. Like, they're very anodyne. You know, you're all the players are always goody-choosers. Like, where's the hooker scandal? 
You know, <laughs> like where's the cocaine scandal that you know plagues the NBA? I want to be Frank Ribery and have to explain why I had sex with a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> no, but look at her; she looks nice. Yeah, why can't I play FIFA and be part of a complicated kidnapping plot? With you know, the I national really flagging play. I have to explain mm. in a video. It comes a third person shooter. Videos of me having sex with man boys <laughs> and making really <laughs> racist comments. Those, That's the thing the that only... our player experience is missing in today's Those game. dogs yeah, fought on their own. But it's it's always you know, like the the it's like the sports broadcaster version of what a pro is. And it really bothers me because the best parts about following professional sports is the ludicrous lies they leave lead like around it. Um. So, cool. Thank you for talking about NBA. What else have you been playing? Uh, lately, I've been playing WoW because all my friends were like, let's play it again. And then nobody other than Parker plays it. <laughs> so, I'm glad we're still doing that. Burns plays it. Uh, I'll play. I'll play so the other thing I'm is down. I've been trying to play Red Dead Redemption. And mm. when I play it, I love it. But the problem with Red Dead Redemption is I feel like I can't play it for less than, like, two or three hours. Yes. Yeah, you gotta put time. It just, like, time. sucks me in. There's no way to just play it for, like, 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. It's not fun if you do it that way, because right. you, you forget the controls. By the time you get in, you have, you're like, wait a minute, what am I doing again? Okay, and it's, like, 30 minutes later, and you're like, oh, shit, I have to do something Well, else. it's got a very particular cadence and, like, weight to it, and it, you don't really feel like you're Arthur Morgan until you put, like, some time into it. And there's like a rhythm to how everything works, and it's not super straightforward. It's but not. I will say, and this is spoilers for the very first like maybe five hours of the game, being able to kill a legendary grizzly and wear its head as a hat—great <laughs> gameplay. I I oh, love yeah. going into the cutscenes with a, literally a mauled grizzly bear on my head, and people take me seriously when there's just this big giant bear. See, I apparently... Yeah, we need, play games very different. I apparently <laughs> need to look up how to retrieve that, because I killed that bear, and then about two minutes later, threw myself horse and all off a cliff and died. <laughs> <laughs> and it that was the end of Morgan. Survive the legendary bear it, could not survive so the horse. It gave me some message. It gave me some message about where the skin had been sent, but that was also about a month and a half ago, so I don't remember now. Uh, <laughs> have, that's have, funny. have you ever gone to the trapper? No, I have not seen the trapper. There you go. Uh, well, that's oh, because he died. Right. Yeah, like it's on the map. Just go to. There's one. Is, there's there's a couple. I think the event go needs to trigger before he actually sees it. He has to go to like the but other like, town. I feel like in Red Dead One, you could play it, like do like a quick mission. But for whatever reason, Red Dead Two, it's like trying to slow you down so much. But and get it's because so the immersive. the map's so much bigger. It's like yeah, but Red Dead One was... takes so much longer than exactly. A to B yeah, in Red Dead Red... One. Red Dead 1's way more gamey than Red Dead yes. 2. But I, I do think it's interesting that they made the map so big, they felt the need to like give you a cinematic camera so you literally don't have to ride your horse <laughs> between A to B. You just well, you I, can, like put cinematic mode and just dick around on Red But there was, there was quick travel in Red Dead you. 1, though. Right? Okay. There, was, there was quick travel in Red Dead 1. That's not... Yes. And like I think once you say that we want this to be a, it's like almost a, it's a cowboy simulator, you know. There's there's quick travel in Red Dead too. Not really. It's very expensive. This, oh, is it? I've um, never even no, looked at the stagecoaches. No, not until you um, well you you can update your um, your, your camp, camp right? and you can fast travel from your tent. No, huh? You pay money for that though, right? Yes. Like it's not. Yeah, free. but eventually you get 
I mean, the game kind of throws money at you, and you have to spend it on your camp in a way. I mean, there's the train, there's train tickets, and there's a stagecoach, and even then, like they're not like perfect solutions. It's not like in but Red Dutch Dead. Needs money. <laughs> Just, the clan's gonna work. He just needs money. Uh, I God, So can we talk a little bit about this? I love this cast, and like the more I play and the more I unlock, the more I'm like super invested in the gang. But would you love you them? Gotta you have faith. Them in Red Dead 1? No, because the, my favorite characters are not the people in Red Dead One. They're like pig, their characters favorite? like. Hosea is great. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hosea is so good. Um, I really like Hosea. I Lenny, really, my boy. Really enjoy. So this is a slight spoiler. Really enjoying Sean. The interactions I've had with Sean have been really cool. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Air Strauss? Oh, Air Strauss cool. is sort of like <laughs> weird. Uh, not super into him. Yeah. I really like the first mission you do with Reverend Swanson. Is <laughs> hilarious. Oh my uh, gosh. He's the poker, yeah, and then he yeah. just gets like fucking blackout drunk, and you're like chasing after yeah, him. My favorite part about that um, mission is when you see the picture for the mission. It's like this cool, foggy picture of Preacher Man walking down the train tracks, and then you play the mission, and it's like, oh no, he's drunk and about to get hit by a train. By it's train. not nearly as badass as that picture. It's so good. I, so, I would say that's the first mission that I played that. It really showed me how all the different missions are pretty good tonal shifts. Like, there's a lot of comedy in this game, I mean, you know, that I didn't think they could pull Lenny. off. Drinking with Lenny's hilarious. Yeah, and, like, like definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, one of the best parts of the game by did far. Did anybody successfully escape the police drunk? I did. Oh, no. I ran into oh, a Me, too. I ran into that same pole. <laughs> but I did catch those people having sex. <laughs> Yeah, the Lenny's having sex. Yeah. I did not catch that. If you, you it's upstairs. You can, you, can, you can catch them either at the beginning and they're normal, or you can catch them at the Lenny part and they're Lenny two Lenny's fucking each other. Oh, see, I didn't have and Lenny. Like, yeah. it, was just, it was just two <laughs> normal people. It, but it's yeah, like all all the all the missions, they're totally different, but they all sort of fit within Uh-oh. like the tapestry of the world. It's really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk more about WoW? Because we haven't really talked about that game a lot. We we tried to and then we there's like a lost when I got disconnected. Oh yeah. What are you, what are your sure. thoughts on WoW? It's your it's your part, dude. You can say if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. But no, it's taking the reins. So sure, we can talk about WoW. I am somebody who played Legion, the previous expansion, very briefly, got to max level and then stopped playing. And so I actually do enjoy a lot of the parts of BFA, and I do like the rating system where I can basically punt my way through the content. I'm not going to see heroic, I'm not going to see mythic, but I can see basically the bare bones of all the content, and it's fun. Um, but, with that being said, it, I don't understand how our friend Parker is continually running this over and over. Like, I, I'm subscribed for a few more months, I will come back when the new raid comes out, was it December, January? And yeah. I'll run that for a few weeks. It'll be fun. Um, I'm sure there'll be some new island expeditions I'll ignore. <laughs> um, but I, I actually kind of enjoy the war fronts. They're kind of like a little fun diversion. But I uh, think they're so you know, boring. I think people are losing their minds over this expansion. And it's unwarranted. Yeah. It's uh, people really don't like it? I didn't hear oh, that. Oh, yeah. Is that true? It's gotten a ton yeah, of like hate. Yeah. yeah, people seem to just want more of Legion and nothing else. And, like, I don't know. I don't think it's great gameplay to be like, here's your one weapon. You never get anything else. 
Is, I do think with, what they're doing with Azerite powers is interesting. Um, it's a fucking grind, though. A paladin, and I have different specs. So with, uh, so therefore the traits are more interesting to me with specs that do different things. Like if I had two different damage specs, it really wouldn't matter. Uh, but I don't know. I think the criticism is overblown. But I do think I don't think I'm going to get to the end of this expansion still playing actively. Yeah. But I like that. You know, as somebody who played pretty hardcore in Burning Crusade Wrath, it's a lot easier to see the content. Is there anything that WoW could do to keep make you an active player? Classic uh, they could force WoW. Force my friend to actually sign on. <laughs> so I could play with that. It could take me back like, in I time fifteen years. Together, even if we're. Yeah, it's like well, I don't. We all have jobs. We all have responsibility. We're not seventeen anymore, so it's a lot harder to dedicate this much of our life. And we have you know limited time for video games, so yeah, it's a big ask to say, okay, let's like play WoW for fifteen hours a week to do all this content. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's reasonable, especially when but fishing with Lenny that. takes two hours. <laughs> for sure. Um, but like, yeah, I do think it's reasonable. Like in like a five-hour span, I can do mythics, like mythic dungeons, or I can do a pug normal raid. And like, that's really all I want out of WoW these days. Because like, I have other games. Like I haven't played the new Spider-Man, haven't played the new Dragon Quest, barely touched Red Dead. Smash is coming out, which I'm gonna want to play a lot of. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts is coming oh. out. Um, oh my gosh, so many games. You just so jinxed it. Games. It's not gonna come out mm -hmm. now. Well, yeah, and for the next delay. it does give you a lot of stuff to do that you can feel like you've accomplished something even if you only play a couple hours a week, which is uh, really great because, you know, you have the Warfronts, which they come around every two weeks-ish, maybe, and that's, you know, high-level gear that can potentially tighten Forge. Like, I, <laughs> that's how I got my 390 gloves. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, world quests and emissary stuff, and it gives you a lot of Not, options. Uh, but I just yeah, don't... there's a lot to do for the casual player. I just don't sure. think any of those things are fun on their own. Like, honestly, I, I like, the, the mythics are probably the most fun and most technical WoW's ever been, um, especially in the raid format. But beyond that, it, it's just, like, these are mechanics that it's just really hard to put up with for a lot of time, like well, which mechanics specifically? Because I actually think that the Warforge and the Titan Forge is like a clever mechanic. It's because it's like if I'm running content with people of shittier gear, I actually am incentivized to do it because there's the possibility. But it, but then you it loser forges, and then you feel shitty that you spent your time doing that, <laughs> and you're just like, I could have done. But only because you don't go into doing heroics with an undergeared friend hoping to get upgrades. But like the fact yeah, that it's kind of possible, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a nice bonus. It is a it is a nice bonus. I, I agree with that. I like I just think like the the war the warfront is kind of bad. I don't I don't see what's like I've done it. I did it a couple times and I kind of liked it. Um, but it's just sort of like mashing toys together. Like even people who are idiots who are just like fucking off doing something else. Like eventually you get through it. Um. I don't know. There's just like something that's really missing about the WoW experience, and I I just think it's it's like the passage of time. It's the fact that this is a fucking I don't know. Is a 14 year old game now, right? Mm -hmm. I just it's just really hard to 
to enjoy like the 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 moment to moment gameplay isn't that intriguing to me, um, which sucks because I it's definitely in my top ten games of all time. Like, I if someone told me like I think Wow it's the greatest game ever made, I think that's not a bad call. Like, and that's really remarkable. But I've certainly given it all sorts of money over the yeah. past decade. Got to oh, definitely it somehow. But like, am I really gonna give up Red Dead Two to? do a warfront no you know we were just talking about how it takes a, a chunk of time right to get into red dead and if you have five hours to pick do a pug like you could spend five hours playing red dead and getting well sure but that. if you have half an hour that's not enough time to get into red dead but that's enough time to do a warfront or a half dozen world quests or More like a quick mythic. yeah <laughs> a quick mythic with us is not does not exist no, like <laughs> could take 45 minutes yeah, While sure. listening yeah. to a podcast. Like an hour. I don't know. I mean, uh, if you just want to hop on Red Dead and fuck around in the camp and, like, you know, like... That doesn't do seem very fun. Chops Just, wood. like, hopping, yeah, just, hopping yeah, uh, to mess around in the camp, like... <laughs> play some poker. Dominoes. Some dominoes. I would say you, you could go... You could do, like, hunting for, like... A short while. Now here's what you do: you go to Valentine, you save, and then you go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's what Red Dead Online would be for, which I played a little of the beta. Nice. Did you get griefed? Like I've been hearing how it's crazy grief city. I really didn't encounter that many people while I was playing at a very odd hour. Let, I think. Let's take a, a pause on this real quick. So, hey, Brian. So, anything else? Anything more? Watch anything you liked? We would talk about our anime adventure <laughs> together. Oh, God. So this this is not going to be a popular take of this podcast, but I guess that will uh, spawn conversation. So Sud decided to engage in what he termed an experiment, <laughs> and decided to have to watch a few animes. Now a few, a few animus. Um, just for the listeners at home, I'm not a big anime guy. You had a hard enough um, time pronouncing it. Five, and baffling. Am I pronouncing it wrong? No, you're fine. Anime? <laughs> Anime? <laughs> Anime. So, it's on- Japanimation. <laughs> Come on. Let's use the correct term. Uh, so, I love Persona 5. Uh, let's see. I, what, what's the, Kinda uh, an anime. What is the one on Netflix with the cat? It's karaoke. Uh, it's a Red Panda Agretzko. Agretzko. I did enjoy that. Uh, the couple episodes I saw. Super out there, very fun. So Sud decided we're going to engage in some experimentation for science. He's going to show me some anime. Um, what was the first one called? My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia, which was like an episode. So we just watched the pilot. And the whole time I'm just like waiting for something to happen. <laughs> so for those of you who are like me, had no fucking idea what this is about. Uh, it's about this world where... Uh, people develop quirks, which are essentially superpowers. Some of them are evil, some of them are superpowered. The government's apparently just totally okay with wild vigilantism and just people taking it on their own. This little kid is viciously bullied by those around him, and uh, everybody seems to be fine with it. Adults, children, kids just being dicks. Which is so uh, unlike our world today. We're bullying. We're the jump off a roof. To be fair, I think a more accurate depiction of today is if the little kid bullies back. Because I think real bully dynamics is everybody is at some point the bully and everybody is at some point the bully. 
It's way more complicated Whoa. than just some people bullying on others. We're all dicks to somebody, and somebody is always a dick to us. This is Whoa. Ryan's unified theory. Whoa. <laughs> you just blew my This is from one episode of My well, Hero yeah, Academia. The whole, the whole time I'm waiting for something to fucking happen. And this kid's like walking home after being bullied and people telling him to literally kill himself. It's like, okay, wow, this is getting intense. <laughs> and uh, this fucking smoke monster attacks him. The hero or whatever saves him. And then the main character just starts dry humping his leg and flying away with him. <laughs> and that's the end of the fucking episode. <laughs> and it's like, okay, what did I learn about this? Like, a pilot, theoretically, is supposed to get me super pumped about the rest of the show. All I know is this kid, really horny and really bullied, which I'm sure he's into some kinky-ass stuff now. But I just, I couldn't get into it. Didn't do anything for me. Oh, well. So next we went well, real quick, first, I think your issue is looking at it as a pilot, which I don't think generally exists as a concept in Japan. Like, is that not appropriate? Not really. Yeah, no. like, because they do, like, but it's funny for you to describe it as a pilot. Yeah, they order, like, characters and big, shit. it's whole big things all at once. There's no, like, one episode okay, so people, to sell. people, like, aren't watching one episode. They're watching, like, a whole season before judging it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, like, maybe, like, a, a batch of five or ten episodes. I'll, I'll say this. Like, in the anime community, it's not unreasonable. No, it is unreasonable, but it's not unheard of for someone to say it really gets good around episode 60. Like, that is something that is I mean, like, genuinely I, I been said. I object to that, because, like, I've said to that about shows. Like, I think The Good Place is a show that you absolutely should watch until the end of the first season. Well, it's a lot because like it comics. Because so this, this is a, you know, this is an adaptation from a manga so it already had some so people watching it are already invested yeah that's a okay, that's a big part of it because there's no like you you never watch the first episode of an anime and then it's radically different in episode two like you know they're going in sure, with source sure. material and i figured like the story was going somewhere but like i guess when i maybe this is my western outlook but when i see the first episode of a show i'm expecting there to be like some hint about where the story's going and getting me excited about it um and that just didn't feel like that was happening. I could not tell you anything that happened. Uh, <laughs> you just well, told us You did a good job happened. summarizing it. Yeah, that was yeah great. you just told us no, what no, happened. Like, I don't, what I mean is I don't know what's happening next. Like, why do I care about this kid who just wants to dry hump his hero? <laughs> Boy who well. dry humps and rockets off into... <laughs> and apparently just takes terrible care of his journals that he takes meticulous, creepy notes about all the quirks around it. Like, nobody's curious about this fucking stalker kid, like, just watching all of these horrible... Well, he's happen. a fanboy, that's who, That's why people him. saw him. Like, they're just like, oh, you're a fanboy, like, I guess it's something that happens a lot. I guess. Um, I could deal with it. And then the next one is Cowboy Bebop. Yes, we watched oh, the first episode of that. Seen Cowboy oh my god, Matt just, of course he has Matt's, Matt's head's about <laughs> to explode. Let's, let's hear the take. Um, so, uh, with Cowboy Bebop, I actually did enjoy it, but it was just very weird. So Sud, just all I knew about it was Sud telling me, oh, this is a noir type show. I was like, okay, you know, I can get down with that. But it seems, and okay, I'm going to come at this with the media I've already consumed, and I'm very well aware some of this might have come out after Cowboy Bebop. But I just felt like it was watching a shittier version of Firefly. I think 
Cowboy Bebop might have came out before. I mean, it definitely did. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, so it's so a Seinfeld ten years plus sort of thing, right? Um, and then maybe it's just I saw what Cowboy Bebop influenced later, and I was like, why don't I just go watch that? Um, but it was weird. We're like, so it's the first episode, Asteroid Blues or something. Yeah, that's what's called. Yeah. Um, and so there, he's you quickly figure out he's a bounty hunter, and. It seemed like they were going for like the Jackie Chan drunken master thing, where he's like portraying himself to be a buffoon, and that's how he gets in with his target. But then his target is just like doing some weird eye drug, tweaking out, <laughs> and like oh yeah, then the red eye. His girlfriend slash accomplice slash paramour whatever just shoots him in the fucking head, and it's like I felt like that wasn't built up enough. It just was kind of like, oh, I guess this is how they're resolving this. Bad the cop, worse like, oh, shit, we're out. We're at 22 minutes <laughs> of a 24-minute show. Time to wrap this up. Um, well, and, did you, you know, watch any subquinet episodes? In, in a spaceship. I feel like you need to give me something to let me know where those pellets went and not out the fucking window <laughs> uh, to, you know, into the dark vacuum of space. Anyway, this is a show in which uh, a spaceship takes off from another spaceship as if it's a fucking aircraft carrier, so I really should be upset <laughs> Do you want to know a little history behind... Sure. Um, Maybe it'll make me appreciate it more. So uh, I will say, Bandai, I the one we watch, and Cowboy Bebop is my favorite movie. It's based on NBA Bandai 2K. came to Shinjiro <laughs> Watanabe, told them that he that they wanted to make a show and it had to have a spaceship in it that they could sell as a toy and they basically gave him a blank slate it just had to have a spaceship and did that, they tell him what type of spaceship it had like had they already built a prototype uh, or he just said Got no spaceship? like it had to be like you know something that they could like market toy edit sure which not really I mean the spaceships in Cowboy Bebop are kinda like eh? I mean the swordfish is really interesting looking but like the Bebop just looks like a a like like a big boat yeah. like <laughs> it does look like a boat yeah but like the the show is not is like ship? marketable as toys at all so it's kind of like but it became one of the most like yeah like it became one of the best like, I, I would say it's the renowned I'd say it's most respected anime ever certainly made certainly way up there yeah did you watch any sub did you watch any more episodes no this is an experiment episode? for just no, pilots we watched we watch the one so just one episode. And it, like, I, it wasn't bad. It no, was but like, kind of like, all right. I think he really likes I think peppers Br- and beef, and gets upset when there are beef in his peppers. And beef. <laughs> I, you know, I can get down with that. Too. I think Brian should watch movie. One Punch Man because that no episode that one show. episode one is a pilot. It's so dumb. See, then I can you... be like, okay, where's the show going? Yeah, and that's what I respect about Cowboy Bebop. Like, I know where the rest of that show is going. He's a bounty hunter. He's probably going to chase after some people. He's going to have some mishaps, perhaps some adventures, perhaps learn some things. I got none of that from my hero academia. <laughs> okay, Brian. Watch, <laughs> watch One Punch Man. No, we're no, not watching no, one. Make he, let him, one. Let him watch that. Okay, so the third and final one we watched was Berserker or Berserk? It was Berserk. Oh, my gosh. Make the new so, one or the so, old one? Why would I make him watch the new one, Ben? I don't know, I'm just one. saying. Although I will say, like, so we watched the second episode rather than the first episode. And my instant thought was, this is a Final Fantasy VII ripoff. <laughs> Why is Cloud Strife in this, in this anime? 
said quickly for me that Cloud was actually taken from the Magna that Berserk is based off of. Yes. Um, <laughs> was that important. an intentional <laughs> pronunciation? Maybe, yeah, maybe Sud was like, oh, Brian loves Final Fantasy VII. He will clearly love Berserk. My, my point uh, is, the word is manga. <laughs> <laughs> manga card. No, I, I said magma. Okay. Oh, is it magna? Is it, oh, I'm sorry, what, how do you pronounce it? Manga. I manga. Manga. Manga? Yeah. Manga. There's no N. Manga. The Magna Carta. <laughs> okay, well, there's no N before the G. No. The there's name. an N before the G. Should be the na- not there should after. be the name of the episode. M-A-N-G-A. Manga. Manga. I like my words for a living right now. <laughs> um, I, like ma- I like manga. Yeah. Got a case of the mange. Well, you're sure, certainly reacting to it as if you had mange. So it makes sense to me. <laughs> um, so you can tell how deeply versed I am in this culture. But Berserk. There's no culture. It's just a fucking comic book. All right, whatever. <laughs> Continue. All right, whatever. I'm a weeb. Get over it. Uh, Weebo? Weebo. Amiibo. Weeb. Um, <laughs> you're saying a lot of hot button words. Um, but so Berserk was a lot of fighting. And I'll be honest, at the end I just turned to Sud being like, you know, I like the Pokemon and Digimon. Is there anything like that? And Sud <laughs> just shook his head and we stopped experimenting. So of the three, I'd say I like Cowboy Bebop the most. Berserk did tell me where the story was going. Uh, and My Hero Academia, I don't understand why anyone would be interested, not in the quirk heroes, but instead the nerdy fucking kid who's cataloging So, that is the other thing, is that uh, between Cowboy Bebop and My Hero Academia, at the very least, I don't know about Berserk. I don't think it's a shonen. Uh, it is. Okay. Oh, that's not a shonen, really. No, I mean, it's very literary. It's definitely like right. a like hardcore it, old anime. Yeah. But so, Brian, for, for your edification, a shonen refers to the... Edify me. Uh, it's a... Is it weekly or monthly? It's weekly. Weekly. Yeah, it's like a weekly, weekly catalog of just comics. It's called Shonen Jump. And so, you know, it has, you know, it used to have Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and like... And these are magma comics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's it's like if you uh, got, you know, a, a book every week that had like a, spider, a portion of Spider-Man and a portion of Batman and like all this different stuff. So this seems like the Sunday comics, but on yeah, crap, yeah, and like actual serial oh, yeah. stories. Yeah, and so because of that, you get stuff like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, stuff that's going to be hundreds of episodes. Uh, sure. So that's why you know the basic plot of My Hero Academia is set up over the course of the first four or five episodes, as opposed to the first one. And, and, and to be fair, I did tell him that, like, initially I was like, watch the first three episodes and see if you like it. He just so distaste, like, disliked <laughs> the first episode that I was just like, I'm going to stop this plan and I just kind of want to jump around. And so I chose uh, Cowboy Bebop and then Berserk, which are just two of my favorites. Of the three, Cowboy Bebop, I think, number one. Yeah. And Berserk, number two. Distant <laughs> I would say. And so, again, like, Cowboy Bebop is a total of, I think, 26 episodes. Like, start to finish. You know, they win in. Anime yeah, right I guess there. the other problem with some of these shows is it's 
so intimidating to start a show that's like a billion episodes. What's I guess, I mean, you started to do Americans. Like 800? I did enjoy The Americans. The Americans is a wonderful piece of television. But it's like 70 episodes. It is. And you started like after season six came out. Uh, no, I did start it. And one thing that some of these animes have going for them, I know they end. I'm not getting into another Game of Thrones situation <laughs> where it's like, oh man, I gotta wait forever. Yeah, but most anime are written by, like, scrawny Asian guys in their 20s, not a morbidly obese man in his late 60s, where you have to, like, worry about whether they're going to survive to the end. I don't know, it's the same thing with the animators. not also describes what's going on in his arteries. Have you seen Japanese animator rooms? (laughs) They're filthy. They're not a pretty sight. Uh, Any more for any more, Brian? Is that your week? That's basically my week. Um, I'm back to uh, waiting for Smash. Super excited about oh, yeah. it. Um, and I look forward. I just, real quick hot take. Real Smash players, random oh. character select every time. I agree. <laughs> That's horseshit. I go random a lot. No. The random is the best way to play. Collection you know, of well. mains. Who, who are you most excited for, Brian? Sorry? Of the new characters, who are you most excited for? Of the new characters. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if it'll be out at uh, at release, but I'm really curious how the Piranha That is going to be fun. Play. How does it even move? Is it, are you just going like, yeah, to, like, side to side? Yeah, did you not see the gameplay pl- pl- uh, trailer with him? I, I didn't see it. He kind of, like, hops around. He has a sick drop kick, which I really enjoy. <laughs> what is his final smash? Does it, like, suck everybody into the... No, into I the don't remember. into PD yeah. Piranha. Oh, really? Oh, okay. It should have just been Petey Piranha! What the fuck? God damn it. <laughs> Alright. But that's probably the one I'm most excited about. Also, Ryu. Kind of fun. Street Fighter vibe. He's not new, though. Ken is new. He was in Smash 4. No. Yeah. He was in... Was he in Melee? Smash 4. Wii U. Not Melee. So he was in Smash 4 on the Wii U. Oh, okay. I didn't play one on the Wii U. Well, then. <laughs> wow. Stick for me. Uh, I'll, I'll go next, just because uh, I also played a sports game. I uh, bought FIFA 19 because it was on sale on Black Friday, and so I generally really like the FIFA games, and uh, I, I, don't, I do want to take a quick real-life sports digression. So on Sunday, my favorite team, Liverpool, uh, played their city rivals, Everton. And the final goal was scored in the 96th minute, so last minute plus stoppage sign of the game. And the goal, like even if you don't care about sports, is one of the funniest fucking things in the world. And what happened is that uh, the Everton goalkeeper keeps the ball in play. It bounces across the crossbar, falls to a Liverpool striker, and he just nods it in as he gets knocked over by the goalkeeper. And the whole, like stadium erupts and goes berserk i'm losing my mind it's really funny and i'm like i'm gonna play some fifa (laughs) and so i i booted up fifa and like we talked about it is super it super leans into the like rpg aspect and it's just been following this like fake character called alex hunter and this is the third game of the trilogy so every year there's been like a new storyline with him as it's been going forward about him and like actually his family delivering the and ring it's pretty what delivering the ring to mordor yeah he's walking to a volcano <laughs> yeah that's really what the story is about um 
And so I don't mean I don't need to go like too deep into this, but I've been playing that. I played the prologue. It's really good. Um, the story I'm not like invested in it, but I do want to see where it goes. Uh, it's more interesting than what Brian's described with NBA 2K because this is like actually a player's career during the season while in the NBA 2K games. It's really about like making it into the league, and once you're in the league, there's no more story. Like a a Alex just sort of had, just has like a career, and he then goes to China. Yeah, but China sucks. <laughs> our, our our leader told us that we are not friends with China. Um, <laughs> China, yeah. Uh, oh God, I hate how he says that. It makes me so angry. Um, but the cool the cool thing is that it's adding new characters. So Alex has like this half sister called Kim, and. It's so weird because the game models like real life players superbly, and like Alex Hunter looks really good. He's played by a real actor, but his sister Kim bothers the shit out of me She's because she has too many teeth in her mouth. Oh god! No, she has too many teeth in her mouth. Like a shark. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like, and they're all front teeth. Like there aren't molars, there aren't canines. It's all like front teeth. And she smiles and it's terrible. <laughs> it's, and it, it's like venom. Like it's it, she smiles and it's like venom, but with like full teeth, and they're just so in your face. You know what it's like? And we were talking about this in the car. It's like a racist Chinese caricature oh, with like they're all her front teeth, but it's in this like sixteen-year-old female soccer player, and I it's just very off-putting. Maybe she'll um, grow out of it. Uh, how do you grow out of your teeth? By, like, losing them? Well, yeah, maybe she was just born <laughs> like, with extra baby teeth. <laughs> like, she's going to grow old and lose her teeth? Is that what you meant? Lose, by growing out old? Lose the extra ones. <laughs> it's just like in The Simpsons, it's just like, Maggie lost her baby legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was just born with um, extra teeth. Yeah, I played that. It, okay, so one thing that's actually kind of cool is that the game opens up and you're playing as Alex Hunter's grandfather, who's like this famous soccer star from his the historical, uh, like historical, like old timey soccer, uh, like in the '70s and '60s. And it was really cool because they changed the film, the film grams, so it looks really shitty. They changed the announcers, so they use announcing clips from like the announcers from back in the '60s. Cut out for a and there you go. Okay. Sorry. Um, and because back then, like, it doesn't seem like there were any, like, they didn't really have a ton of fouls or anything like that, like, or, foul, you know, calling for fouls. You can, like, slide tackle people from behind and you don't get called. And it's kind of a cool, like, game mode where it's just, like, the modern rules don't apply in terms of this. Soccer games. Yeah, it's, like, a really cool, like, old school thing like that it opens up I the game. Played. Yeah, it's really awesome. Um, and so I, play, I played some FIFA. I played Red Dead. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Magic Arena. Ben, have you been playing Magic Arena at no, all? No. Um, I tried to get back into Hearthstone after they announced the, like, Zul'jin or whatever expansion. I couldn't do it. I'm just like, no. Uh, so maybe, I would... Maybe I'll try this Arena. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would highly, highly recommend Magic Arena. What about Gwent? Maybe I'll try Gwent. Oh, Gwent's good. No, Gwent's genuinely good, but yeah. if you want to play Gwent, you should get Thronebreaker. Have you heard of Thronebreaker? I have heard of Thronebreaker. Thronebreaker seems awesome. Um, and so, a quick detour. Thronebreaker is just like a... It effectively fills in a lot of the gaps in the Witcher trilogy, because the problem with the Witcher trilogy is all of them are really well-written. 
Yeah, kind of, but you can just play Thronebreaker now. Yeah. Because Thronebreaker gives you the overarching story that Geralt is in. Right, so, the Nilfgaardian War. Yeah, exactly. It really talks about the politics behind the Nilfgaardian War, who are these factions. It sort of fills all that in, and it's all wrapped around the structure of Gwent, which is a really good card what game. What is it, like 10, 15 on Steam? Thronebreaker? Yeah. No, it's a full game. I think it's 50 bucks. Oh, okay, well... Okay, it just came out on. It's coming out on uh, consoles tomorrow. Oh, nice! I know it's on Steam. Um, it's on Steam. It released first on PC, but it's coming out on consoles tomorrow. Um, that's. Uh, I like Gwent. Gwent's really good, but it's not as good as Magic because, like, Magic for me is the perfect card game because it does. There's no real. I mean, there is random elements to it, but you can play around the randomization by how you build your deck and the decisions you make. And the real problem with um, Magic in general has been that magic online as a base like property is really bad um it's it's not it doesn't it works like timed chess but the interface isn't fast enough to keep up because you know like hearthstone both you and your opponent have like a timer as to where you can make decisions but because the interface is so shitty, you have to memorize all these arcane hotkeys to actually like pause the game so you're saving time. Oh, and geez. I've timed out of games that I was winning just because I didn't know the hotkeys well enough to make sure that I'm like pausing the game so I can make my decision in a way that you know saved the clock going on. And the interface was never very good. Um, they effectively just stole the, the interface from Hearthstone. Nice. So the cards like sort of shake. They like make noises. There's um, right. explosions and, and light. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it, but the package around it is the mechanics of the game. And I really never found a card game that's as good uh, as, as Magic's is. So it's really nice to have that visually appealing wrapper. And my hope, and I really hope this works out, is that Arena is free to play. And it really follows the same sort of model as Hearthstone. So my hope is that like Magic Arena really takes Hearthstone's place because it's ridiculous that Hearthstone took Magic's place. You know, like this is what Magic Online should have always been. And so it's really unfortunate they had to, you know, really reset the whole thing and have Magic Arena as its own product. But what's there is really awesome. The one complaint I have about it is that magic is really complex, and there's a lot of pauses you can do. Just to give you an example, um, the pauses that you can do are on upkeep, on draw, on main phase one, on declaring attackers, on combat, on declaring blockers, on combat resolution, on second main phase, on end of turn, and then pass turn priority. So that like that, but that's the structure of Magic. And you know, when I played Magic competitively, and I was playing in Grand Prix and on the Pro Tour circuit or PTQ circuit, I would leverage those pauses heavily because you know you can gain a lot of incremental advantage, especially in a really grindy game, to win you know really complex board states and really you know really good opponents. You can sort of out technical them by understanding the mechanics of the game and leveraging those pauses and the ability to respond and how priority works within the game system to win those games and that's really where i really like magic and it's where, where i thrive the hearthstone like format to magic arena doesn't make it super intuitive if that makes sense because there's just so much like light and sound and like shit exploding that you can sometimes forget that oh i'm actually in declaring blockers i'm actually in combat resolution that you can pause but it's not clear to you that that's what occurs um 
the game economy economy is very good. It's way better than Hearthstone. When you signed up, when I signed up for the beta, they gave you a bunch of planeswalkers that are competitive. So you always you, you do start with something to build around, and there's a bunch of ways to draft um, and earn gold, which is the, sort of the system that they're using, very similar to Hearthstone, to you know acquire cards and open packs. Uh, and you could, if you're good enough, and I don't even think you really need to spend all that much money, but I think you can really sort of go infinite, as it were, and, and play the game for free for a long time if you're good enough and if you're invested enough. So if you guys, and I mean, I know Matt, Kevin, Ben, you've all played Magic. If you have any interest, I think this is like the best version of Magic that's not paper okay, and it's free. So you should definitely check it out. And, and you know, we were talking about games that you can play, like just a couple rounds and like not put a huge time investment. Arena is that game nice. for sure. Um, and so it, it is really cool. I'm hopeful that it gets on phone soon because I'd love to play it on my phone. I see a lot of people ask, playing Hearthstone. No, I think it's just the PC client, but okay. I mean, it's really snappy and it's really good on the PC client. Oh, I really it. like it. Yeah, I played the beta and then I sort of stopped, but the, I think the final release is coming up on the 15th of December. Like, And so you can upgrade your account now and get some cards and it's definitely worth your time. Nice. This um, is not at a point in my life where I can play card games again. Well, I will try that for next week. Well, would, would you play a digital one? Like, you're just, like, quickly draft or anything? Does that, like, appeal to you at all? I mean, if I could, I would have been playing Hearthstone already. Yeah, but Hearthstone's dog shit compared to Magic. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't even... There's not even a comparison. Have any of you guys tried Artifact? No. No. Mm, no. Not I don't, the least of which because it costs 20 bucks. Yeah, it costs money. It's not free. Well, that's what I'm wondering. So, I've, I've heard it not only costs money to start... But, like, you're incentivized to pay so much. Like, to continue to pay, rather. Yeah. I, I don't play these card games, so I'm not well versed enough to have any sort of opinion. So I'm just curious. I feel like people really like Artifact, though. Like, the people who have... Valve game. Most of them are pretty good. Is that true? Is that... Do we like Dota? Is Dota good? I, I like Dota. Ben, is Dota like good? Dota in Warcraft it's 3. It's not Dota. I like the original. Alright, that's not the same thing. Sure. It is the same thing. In fact, they hired Icefrog, the guy who made it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's literally as close to Dota as it could possibly be. No, but, like, no, so seriously, like, it, there's, like, really no difference in mechanics or how the game's played Turn from Dota radius. in I mean, Warcraft champions. 3 to yeah. the new one. The abilities are different, but it's the same core game. Alright, so if we Encino manned this and found someone who was frozen in the ice back when Dota was playing and he was like a legit Dota player in the Warcraft 3 mod, he could play this Dota and have Yeah, because he'd be like, yes, all the characters' name with the same two names. Dota, two pros, or Dota pros in Warcraft 3 are still Dota pros. Well, they've all, actually, most of them have, uh -huh. Well, they're commentators now. <laughs> <laughs> the younger players are much better than them at Dota 2. Okay. Fair enough. But we can get into that uh, parable of I sail a ship out and every day I replace one plank on the ship <laughs> and eventually I replace every plank. Is it a new ship? Uh, if the mechanics of the ship are the same. You have to sure. take the chicken first so the fox doesn't <laughs> eat him. I forgot about that. Um, so, yeah. So I played, uh, played some Magic Arena and then I watched like the first 20 minutes of They Shall Not Grow Old. Have you guys heard about this? I know Matt yeah. has and I know Brian has. I have not. 
You have heard about it? Yeah, I have. Um, it. it. Have you seen footage? No. It's remarkable. And if you can see it in theaters, like I have a copy that uh, I, I'm going to watch from the BBC iPlayer, and I want to see it in theaters. Like what I've seen so far has been really remarkable. I'm a sucker for war documentaries. Um, I've seen Ken Burns Vietnam three times now. Constant It's ridiculous. Huh? <laughs> um, but it's really, really cool. And it it's so interesting. There's a Brazilian artist who's, like, really famous for touching up black and white photos of Holocaust victims. And her point is that once you translate something from black and white into color, you empathize with them more and you can actually, you know feel their humanity in a color format. And it's really stark when you see those photos, but when you see them in motion, and and Peter Jackson did a really great job of hiring voice actors, and I guess he hired professional lip readers to translate what the soldiers were saying to the camera because there was no audio back then. Um, and it's really moving. You know, even the first 20 minutes or so are really moving and it's really amazing. And I can't wait to watch the rest of it but it definitely begs to be seen on this on the big screen after the shit show that is the hobbit movies i'm really really happy that this movie came out um and i'm really excited to see the rest of it and i'd urge you all to see it peter jackson or peter whatever in the lightning thief he is also peter jackson (laughs) oh i forgot about that (laughs) that didn't strike a chord with you resonate with you no strike a chord um, it did not. Percy, it, what's his last name? Percy, Percy Jackson? Yeah. No, per, Percy Jackson? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Peter Percy Jackson. Jackson in the Lightning Thief. <laughs> Percy Jackson? <laughs> this is like the fucking owl movie, like the where it, with the Legends of Gahul. Like, these are just like movies that have occurred, and I remember making fun of them, and then they vanished from my memory, and then someone brings <laughs> it up, and I'm like, oh, right, that was fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, but that is pretty much my week. I've been working a lot. Oh, okay. I want to talk one, one more quick thing. So in my office, uh, we have an arcade machine that's happens to be in my corner. And since I'm a manager, I get to sort of dominate it. And <laughs> if I want to use it, I can. No one can say no. Um, and I played uh, Marvel superheroes versus uh, Street Fighter. And that's like sort of a proto version of Marvel versus Capcom. Boy, is it garbage. Uh, my God. It is so bad. Like, the hitch detection is so bad. So, admittedly, it probably isn't arcade perfect because it's on MAME. So, they probably took the PlayStation port. And I've been doing a lot of research, and I guess the PlayStation port is not very good because, like, they didn't have... It doesn't have enough... Doing this research at work. Uh, yeah, of course I was. Um, so... Yeah, I just like because I was just really curious as to what was going on, and apparently like the PlayStation was not, and I forgot about this, but like back then, even then, PlayStation and Saturn Dreamcast were not as good as the arcade machines, and so the hit detection is just way off, uh, and I don't know if it's like lag within Mame, if it's lag within the port, or like how it got ripped to Raspberry Pi. Um, the game was not very good, and if that's how the game played. I'm shocked that they ever made more, but it was sort of a fun. Uh, it was. It was called Marvel versus Capcom. Huh? In that 
was a gem. I mean, not even that. Yeah, I but mean, that's the my first point. one wasn't even as popular until the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's true. They were just perfecting the game. Games were new well, then. Whatever, we'll take it. Did you guys play Marvel... Uh, did you play X-Men versus Street Fighter? No. Okay. Well, that was the first one. So it's X-Men versus Street Fighter, then Marvel Super Heroes versus Street Fighter, and then Marvel versus Capcom. So it's just expanded every time. Yeah, but the first two games are... like I guess the first two games are good on arcades, but by the time the second game came out, the one I played, uh, Marvel Super Heroes came out, like, I don't... It's kind of sort of like the death of arcades around then. Um, I don't really know who played it and like who had nostalgia for it. Like that's the thing I'm trying to understand. Uh, and I don't think you could have nostalgia for the PlayStation port because what I played was not good. Mm-hmm. So, just saying. Uh, there's NBA Jam on there, and boy, NBA Jam is still fucking awesome. And He's it makes on me really fire! Not that good. What? I was just about to say that. This is 93. Yeah. In college, we played like 2001 NBA Jam. We used to play Reggie Miller games, where both teams had to be Indiana Pacers, and it only counted if you scored Reggie Miller. <laughs> that sounds awful. It was fantastic. Th- th- but this is like the era of Patrick Ewing and like yeah. uh, Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and like so the first iteration of NBA Jam. And Michael Jordan would not let himself be used in the game. Him and Charles Barkley both refused. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much my week. Uh, Benson, what did you do? Uh, let's see. I played a lot of Red Dead. Um, and then I watched season three of F is for Family. How is that show? It's really funny, and I greatly enjoy it. I can't really get the nostalgia that's uh, embedded in the show. Since it like takes place around the seventies, but the humor is good enough, and I enjoy it. I enjoy their parodies on things that were happening during that time. Yeah, I have to assume it's autobiographical. I've never like bothered to look it up, but just yeah, the Bill fact. Life. Yeah, just the fact that like the son is named Bill. I <laughs> like. I just assume this is Bill Bird telling. You know, exaggerated stories from growing up. Are you guys big Bill Burr fans? He's funny. Yes. I like him a lot. Honestly, nah, I think he's funny. I, wa- I listen to his morning podcast every now and then, and it's great. He has a morning podcast. What does yeah, that he mean? He was one of the first podcasters. He was but like, like what's Rogan, but what's a morning podcast? It's him just talking about whatever he wants to every day. No, I think it's like every Monday. Like, yeah, I think it's once a week. Yeah. Oh, then okay. I'm just all right. Sorry, <laughs> but that like, do you see where I got confused? You're making it sound like it's fucking like morning radio. Well, I but... said Monday morning podcast, didn't I? No, you just said morning. <laughs> oh well, I meant Monday morning. I saw him recently on uh, Hot Ones, the show where you have to eat like a lot of hot wings. Oh, yeah. Which is always funny. To oh, I saw that on my feed. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, it's delightful. Nice. He in fact loses his mind. <laughs> The tenacious, the tenacious D one is the best. Oh my god, (laughs) I love when uh, oh man, Kyle picks up like a kazoo and it's like it doesn't work, and you just hear Kyle's like he just goes like ugh, like through the kazoo because like if you don't, (laughs) the kazoo doesn't work. It just. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I didn't realize this is Bill Burr's show. Yeah. I mean, he's very obviously mm. the voice of the dead. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen any of this. Watch it. You absolutely me. should. Yeah. Worth watching? Oh, yeah. yeah I haven't seen the first season. But I like it. It's what like kind of a, show is it? Like it's a exactly. family. A it's almost like a sitcom. Yeah, sitcom. Yeah, How comedy. worse is it than Bojack Horseman? Uh, I mean, it, it tries to Bojack deal with, like, ball. kind of, like, darker, realer topics, but not nearly to the extent. They deal with not some dark well. stuff in, in terms of family. Okay. So you're saying, like, three quarters of Bojack, which is still Yeah, yeah. Stuff. They, they yeah. you know, they stretch the boundaries of, you know, animated programming. I don't know. As someone who's a depressive, I can't watch fucking BoJack. Just that's fair. Yeah, it's a terrible show to binge, but a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. Are you guys into Big Mouth at all? Speaking of Netflix? Yes, very much so. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I love Big Mouth. I hate it. I hate it a lot. Yeah. Three versus two. You guys have to like it. I hate it a lot. I I remember seeing the trailers for it when it was first coming to Netflix, and the animation was such a huge turnoff. Uh, but then, like, it came out, and I think it was a case of uh, I just needed something because Kara was asleep and I was bored. And I needed something. Just <laughs> tossing and turning in bed. Scratching at his neck. I had to talk some shit. The dangerous truth. We were probably driving back from North Dakota, and Kara was taking a nap. So I put on something I didn't think I would give a shit about, and then it ended up being <laughs> really good. And I ended up paying attention and crashing <laughs> into a tree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the the first season was so exceptionally good, and I was super excited. Exceptionally for the good, and oh, it, man. Was, it was. exceptionally good. It's yeah. funny, man. Totally right. You are allowed to have that opinion. Uh, you don't get the do- ghost of. You're allowed to have that opinion, I guess. <laughs> the. I think the second season was slightly worse, but still definitely well above average. This is Big Mouth? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Because they... The second season just came out, right? Yeah, like a month or two ago. Yeah. Okay. Because the issue is Coach Steve is not, like, a good character. And I, like, we were hoping they would just drop him entirely. Which they did not. No way. If anything, they featured him significantly more. More, but I yeah. do, I do think he was used. Oh, and his like terrible hormone monster. Yeah, I think he was used significantly better in the second season, so that I didn't hate him. Uh, but he's probably still one of the weakest characters on the show. But like, I do think the episode about the Planned Parenthood one is like one of the better episodes of television. Yeah. Like, the Bachelor parody, or Bachelorette, where she's trying to pick between different types of contraception <laughs> is pretty wonderful. Nice. I'm sorry, Ben, this is your... <laughs> no, we, we, it's... Yeah, but you're, you're the special guest. You're already hijacking the show. Take other segments as well. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Netflix just continues to kill it. Like knock it out of the park with adult programming outside of Paradise PD. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> what about that other one that was uh, like an Archer ripoff? Even the oh, animation that wasn't, looked that way. That wasn't Netflix original. I don't think it's even on there anymore. Oh, 
Do you remember the what name? What about the reboot reboot? Well, that was that's on not, Netflix. It's not adult animation. <laughs> you sure about that? Are you an adult? Yeah. Weren't you looking forward to it? I was. I didn't watch it though, so does that count? No. Exactly. Because you told me that you would accept President Trump for a reboot reboot. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what you got. You got that tattoo that said reboot reboot is gonna be the best show ever. I wanna you should you should watch I it. I do have a like couple shirts that say hashtag bring back reboot just on the back. Stream your facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> like Shia LaBeouf. I think you should put record a video. Alright. Oh man, that's actually not a bad idea. Just you saying, bring back reboot, bring back reboot, bring back reboot. <laughs> Ten hours. No, Matt's got a Matt's got a good point. You should watch it and just put a f- ca- face cam on or a yeah, camera facing your be face. I a YouTube just... reaction channel. It's... But you are already a reaction channel. That's the. You're right, Kevin. You should be a Twitch reaction. Channel. <laughs> get the titties out. But I don't want to get banned, so you can't see the Man. video it's on. So it's just yeah. my face. No, no copyright strikes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Reacting with no context for what's happening on screen yeah, but right we'll now. Know. I'll, <laughs> I'll do a countdown at the beginning just to like get everyone to sync it up. If you miss the beginning of the stream, then we'll go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. So what else did you get up to today, Ben? Or this week? That's really all. No, only today. A lot of work around the house. Got the Christmas lights and all that. Christmas Christmas to the house. You listening to some uh, yeah. Christmas lo-fi beats? I'm not listening to <laughs> lo-fi Christmas beats you can jingle to or whatever. I saw you posting this earlier. Is this the same channel, or is this now? There are many channels. There are... (laughs) There's there's a bountiful amount of lo-fi beats you can do. How do you feel right now, Brian? There's a lo-fi for it. what you want to do them to. (laughs) So, like, if I want to study, there's one. If I want to, like, mount reindeer... Lo-fi beats (laughs) for you. Five Christmas beats to mountain to. Did, did no, you? Just to be clear, by mountain reindeer, <laughs> I mean you take the two reindeer and you make one mount the other, not you yourself. <laughs> I was thinking like, well, mount I mean, you can could just ride the reindeer. Yeah, like. ride it. Yeah, I assume that was what you were going for with mount. But okay. I, I figured you were talking about like putting the head on the wall. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's so sense. many different ways. Was <laughs> there a taxidermy lo-fi channel? Everybody was thinking of different mounts. <laughs> really, the English language is fucked. That's so true. No one understood. Did you guys see my post on Whamageddon? Have you? You guys want to play Whamageddon with me? I don't know what that is. Whamageddon is a game where the the point of the game is to go from December first to December uh, to Christmas, I guess, um, and not listen to Wham's. Oh, last I saw Christmas. that thing you posted. I, and if you if you hear it, you're gonna get sent see. I don't know if I've heard it or not, and that's one of the where things. Where are you gonna win? <laughs> but that's the thing. If I recognize, recognize it, it, I lose automatically, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. But I can't believe you've never heard. No, the song. that's the thing. I bet I have, and as soon as I hear it, I'll recognize it and be like. Oh, and then you lose. Yeah. You get sent to Whamhalla. Yeah, and now it's. It's already know, too late for him to listen to it, to figure it out. He's. Oh, no. If you want to play, you don't have to play, but I think it's a fun game. I don't want to play. And Maybe like, it's on I, the fucking lo-fi. Do I have yeah, to, like, chop cuts. off my arm if I lose? <laughs> no, you're just like, damn it, I'm out. Oh. And that's it. You got sent to one Okay. What um, happens there? That, I, you have to listen to Wham. <laughs> <laughs> but do, like, I throw a shield on top of a roof? Uh, no, it's a shield that looks like George Michael, and you're just listening to Wham. Amazing. Anyway, Matt, what have you well, been up to? Well, um, like everyone else, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead, trying to, uh, get it out of my system before Smash comes out, because I don't think I want to fight between the two, so I want to get pretty far in Red Dead. If not... You... I mean... You're not going to beat Red Dead before Probably not, Smash but I'm going to at least out. try to get I don't like, believe that. well on my way, so I'm not still like kind of meandering around the first third of the game. <clears throat> I just got in Chapter 4. What chapter are you on now? I do a now? lot of meandering. Chapter 4. Which one? Just started. So. My God. I like the game. So is that it? You've just been focusing hardcore on Red um, to yeah, get I ready did, for Smash? Yeah, I did Smash. play a little Mario Kart just to like, Priorities. um, like, mm, yeah, like turn it on and you know do Breaking stuff with the it. Switch. It's, it's really fun. It's one of the better Mario Karts that's come out since. I don't know. I, I mean, most of the Mario Karts. I think it's the best Mario Kart. It is ever very made. fun. I mean, like no joke. I think it's it incredible. has a lot. Yeah, like I, I mean. That seems to be Nintendo's thing right now is just like jam packing as many things as they can, but um, and then releasing Mario Party. <laughs> I watched uh, the Netflix movie The Outlaw King with um, Chris Pine. I did like it. Was um, it good? <laughs> it it was in the movie actually. It, yes, he made it. Is it in the movie? Oh Net, man! Netflix made like a, it like a, like a co-starring role. Um, there. Oh. I mean, it's let's, let's it's Bush. 16th century Bush, Bush man. Bush? It's 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 the Highlands. <laughs> he's he's Robert the Bruce man. Robert the Bush. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> the movie has been hailed as being more historically accurate in terms of um. The bushiest of all the movies. Is that because are there pieces but, of foliage in his? Bush? But in terms of like um, attire, um, battle attire, battle um, weapons and stuff, it's it's supposed to be very historically accurate according to historians. I wouldn't know watching it like. But uh, what about the um, <laughs> that's there's no not way that would be that accurate. Um, the kick-ass guy, Aaron Michael or Aaron Taylor Thomas, I think his name. I don't know. Um, no, <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Taylor, Taylor is his name. Thomas. Um, yeah, what are you talking about? 
Yeah. The the main guy from Kick yeah, Ass, right? He's in it and he's Yeah, he's is his name Aaron like, Taylor? Kind of or weird. He's funny. It, Any movie, anytime he's in a movie, it's like, what are you doing, kid? He's he in Godzilla. What did you think about mind. him in Godzilla? He's, just like, he's like the main, like, main character. There are giant monsters going on. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you'd be like would if you were in Godzilla? Would not that be the exact same thing you would do? Yeah. It would be your expression. Godzilla's wrecking the town, and you're just doing a dab on a fucking skyscraper <laughs> is, before yeah. diving off. I think now I'm just gonna watch that movie and replace replace him with Matt um, and see how that goes. It's probably the same movie. It's a one-to-one yeah. ratio. I'm really excited for Smash. I bought a Switch just for it, pretty much. Like, <laughs> Wait, one second, oh, man. Um, I don't... Yeah, did you I, tell us if the movie was good or not? I, I, Penis, yeah. I like the movie. You just hijacked and started talking about his dick. I want to know if the movie's good. I'm sorry. Um, you know it has his dick. I didn't know that until you told me. Yeah. So what else do you need to know about the movie? We have to watch it. I only knew that it had Robert the Bruce. Yeah, it's it's Robert it is the a, Bruce. It's like a sequel to Braveheart, Braveheart in a way. Right? But like, like, like I said, it's more historically accurate. Like, there's no kilts. Like, none of them are wearing kilts because, like, at the time frame, kilts. He well, I mean, uh, William Wallace was quartered. <laughs> I mean, that is a part of historical fact. I just don't think he was yelling freedom while he was being no, unquartered. I'm, I'm pretty sure you pass out like pretty <laughs> early into the process. I don't think you're very. God, okay, was the yes, movie I've good? Been I said it. The movie's good. You kept bringing up the bush. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I thought this was a podcast. You heard it here. <laughs> was waiting this whole time just to talk about how many it. mats would you give it out of 10 mats i would give it like a good seven mats okay how would you how many mats did the bush get? um i i definitely like kind of perked just up like looked up a bit i was like that's a wait whoa they de they definitely did the uh <laughs> they showed the dick on netflix that sounds like that's there are That's eight Kirk's penis, damn HBO, it. <laughs> George R. R. Martin level shit now. Were you on a red-eye flight watching this movie? <laughs> I was watching it... Somewhere I, was one, I was watching it from the comfort <laughs> of my couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes. Good job, Netflix. All right. <laughs> Did well, you said you super excited for Smash. Else? Let's talk about uh, us being excited for Smash. Who are you excited to play as, um, Matt? I'm really, I really like the idea that the game just starts off with the original eight characters, and you kind of have to go from there. So, except that you get to start with like 32 characters. Well, yeah. If I sit there and scan all my amiibo, are you gonna sit here and pretend like you're not gonna do that? <laughs> I don't know. I have been. I've been. You've been talking about to us for weeks um, about your plan to scan everybody, like, and now you're not going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to take my switch down to the target. <laughs> start scanning everything through the packaging. <laughs> Are you going to buy any of those? Nah. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if 
You should fucking do it. You should absolutely do it, Ben. Please, and then just record yourself scanning amiibos onto your switch and target. You have to do. You have to do it at a GameStop too, so <laughs> get the name. That's how we get the name out. There we go. Did they stop you from doing it? Like what? Why? I don't know. I don't know. What they, do you mean I'll they tell you from jail? It's like I'm inspecting the merchandise. I mean, like, scan. <laughs> Yeah, you're just hold. You're just holding the product. You haven't decided whether or not you're gonna buy it. You're allowed to have your switch <laughs> on your person. <laughs> Matt's gonna totally fucking rules lawyer. Target. This is like iron eight dollars an hour. Like this isn't worth. The gears it are already turning. Oh man, that would be amazing. Um, is the uh, is the unlock path and because the I'm, game leaked, right? People broke street date, so people have been playing it. So. Yeah. How, do we know oh, yeah. how yeah. you unlock all the characters? Is that like clear? For somebody who's so anti-spoiler, yeah, there. yeah, I'm there sure there's a, a list out there. It's a fucking fighting game. There's no story yeah, here. Absolutely a story. And, no, What's there's... Master Hand been up to? You, mas- has Master Hand? Why was he shooting all those lasers? I mean, there are cutscenes in the single-player mode. Adventure mode or spirits mode? That's like uh, the. There's two. There's two. That, those are two different modes. Spirits mode is. Yeah. Well, spirits mode you can play. Multiplayer, I think. Spirits mode is the one you've seen with like the really detailed maps. Adventure mode is a mode that's like existed. What, in what's the one, one where Kirby games. is just like the last living thing alive? Spirits. Okay. So. <laughs> but but when you but my when you start dream. the game, you have access sleep. to all eight in spirits mode. Is that what you're telling me? I would assume you start off with just Kirby in spirits mode. That's what makes sense. Yeah, okay. Alright. Thank you. Are we going to finally find out what the Master Hand is connected to? I always thought Master Hand was supposed to be like the hand of a kid playing with his toys. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Are we going to fight a kid at the end of this? I thought that's what it was, though. Like, he's (laughs) playing with his toys, and it's like Master Kid. I mean, that was... Like, I don't think that was ever officially confirmed. It's just the thing that made the most sense in the first game because it showed the characters coming out of a toy box. Yeah. But, like, yeah. now it's just the stand-in final boss. Sure. Any speculation on the other DLC characters? Uh, I mean, we can. Uh, anyone who says Gino is a fucking idiot, he's never coming to Smash Brothers. I know that. Um if- yeah, I don't think they can deal. If Isaac with isn't there eventually, Isaac. I'm gonna kill myself. Isaac's not gonna be there. <laughs> Isaac, w- Isaac's not gonna Isaac be there. would be a great addition. I think so would Gino, but it would never happen. Gino's never gonna happen. Isaac would be awesome. What about another? What about another? Con? It's gonna be another like fucking Game Fire Emblem Game character. I tell you this right now. There'll be a DLC that's a Fire Emblem character. And we'll all groan. Cranky Kong would be cool. I'd like Cranky Kong. Honestly, any. Uh, if it's gonna be a Fire Emblem character, they have to use a spear, axe, or bow. Just please, not another sword. Um. I just enjoy the we like egg chance. Could you imagine <laughs> if Doom Guy was in it? Fieri. Welcome to Flavor Town. Doom Guy would be awesome. The- that would be cool. I I wouldn't put Dragonborn past it. 
Oh, but I don't awful. think it's likely. Um. Oh, we're so stupid. Twintel. 100% Twintel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, please. I, please. We should put money in the Vegas odds for Twintel. <laughs> yes, I really hope there's Vegas odds on who the new character There's Vegas odds for everything. I'm sure that it's on there. Look, we couldn't find Vegas odds for the Seahawk one-handed player getting called for holding. And it's my lifelong disappointment <laughs> we couldn't get that. That's because it was an online bet. We shouldn't need to go into a bookie to actually get that bet. And then the bookie would throw us out for having awful taste. They'll do a book. They'll do anything. I mean, they would do anything, like but they'd bet. also be like, you're a terrible person for asking for a one-man hand- guy, one-handed guy to get called for holding at an NFL play. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Uh, wait, you didn't tell me what character you're most looking forward to, Matt. We- uh, King K. Absolutely, yes, my son. Oh, Get in there. I'm so excited for King K. Rule. Um, I'm also really excited to play as Snake again. Okay. Um, He's back. Always loved Snake, and uh, you think they've changed any of the move sets? Just keep the maybe the way the mechanics work. You think? You yeah. think they have? Probably. Or they're just like the same, like Fox is Fox, and then whatever. Yeah, I assume they're the same moves, but, like, slight tweaks to them. Yeah, yeah I think some of the characters, like Falco and Fox, who are still really close to just being Echo Fighters, might have... I mean, they did change... They changed Ganondorf, because he uses his sword in a couple yeah. of moves now. His up smash is completely yeah, different. Yeah, so I think we're going to see some more um, yeah, minor changes to that. I would love to see Ganon. Like, Calamity Ganon would be pretty cool. Pig Ganon. Yeah, why not? Silly. What? What's silly um, about that? I love Pig Ganon. He's the best forming Ganon. I would like to see um, uh, Ink Mario from Mario That'd Sunshine be, with the paintbrush, yeah. but I think he's a he's already a trophy fighter. Yeah, I'm so not sure the trophy I'm fighter sure comes out of the into like the main game. Um. I'm sure one of the DLCs might be another Pokemon. I would really want to see Tom Nook. Tom Nook would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice to like round out um, that. I can't even remember the game's name. Animal uh, Crossing. Animal Crossing with three characters. That would uh, be so nice. it's Isabel. Who's the other one? Villager. The villager. Oh, villager. Right. Villager. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I can't wait for Smash. I it's gonna be so good. I, I the more and more it's coming up, the more and more I'm like stealing myself for disappointment that we won't be able to play it together online on Friday. I just like I mean, really I'll trying end to end up buying the online pass Friday. I bought the yeah. I'll, I'll buy the online pass. The I just. I just don't. Oh think, yeah, fair. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to be up. Like I don't think we'll be able to connect. Hey Matt, we need to oh, coordinate on our friend codes and shit. Cause I don't. I think I only have Kevin, and I need to get you Ben. I need to get Matt. Yeah. Um, but like we'll do all the friend code stuff, and we'll like talk back and forth, and you know we'll hop on Discord, and we're gonna spend hours trying to figure it out, and we just won't be able to connect, and it's gonna be really sad. Well, yeah, the network yeah, we're almost we'll definitely shit together. itself. Yeah, I'm just like super sad about that. I'm just like trying to tell myself it's gonna be awful. I think that's gonna happen like Friday morning, like Thursday night, Friday morning, and they're gonna freak the fuck out. And hopefully, be working on it during the day Friday. So Friday evening, hopefully, we'll be okay. 
I uh, that's a very positive outlook. I yeah, I think don't. it's gonna be pretty late Friday before it becomes anything resembling usable. Well, we have plenty to do while we're waiting for the online to get I online. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I didn't really like Subspace Emissary. Like, it's funny. Like, the cutscenes are funny, but like the actual act of playing it is not great. And like, I'm not super looking forward to spirits mode i just kind of want to play a bunch of games and unlock the characters that way or go to target and scan amiibos <laughs> yeah i mean you can you can do that like i'm pretty sure most of the characters have a secondary unlock that's just play a certain number of yeah games. i mean that's what's gonna I'm, I'm probably gonna do i mean i'm i'll probably dabble in the single player but i've never really enjoyed them um but yeah i mean i just think i just think of it as a multiplayer game and it's sort of sort of a bummer that uh, Nintendo doesn't know what the internet is. That's all. Well, I look forward to unlocking this character's for the Boss. Yeah, go for it. Enjoy. Um, I, I'm personally really excited for the Belmonts. They look awesome. I can't wait to play as yeah. either Richter or Richter's Simon. Richter's going to be my boy. Uh, after watching Castlevania, the anime, I really wish it was Trevor, but that's okay. Yeah, I can't say any well, of the have, new characters. You have Simon and Richter. Really... Uh, have me super excited. I think if I had to pick one, it'd probably be K. Rule. I'm surprised you guys aren't like super pumped about Ridley. No, man. I mean, Kevin most likely. He liked he liked the Samuses. I mean, Matt was definitely more into the Metroid games than I was. But yeah, but I never really thought Ridley had a place in Smash, so I'm just kind of like whatever. Ridley has yeah, more I of mean, a place in Smash than Ridley Snake as a does. character isn't that like fascinating to me honestly he's a Ridley doesn't have a personality yeah Ridley's dinosaur. just Ridley's just like the the uh, yeah like a staple I don't know I mean I'm, I'll, I'm sure I'll play play it and maybe feel okay so quick question so the, it's smash ultimate and then like everybody's coming back all the stages coming back too is that been confirmed yeah all the all stages, the stages coming stages back? cool Fountain of Dreams, baby. I can't wait to play Planet Zebus or whatever, and then like have Ridley, and then having a giant okay, Ridley floats. behind Ooh. me. <laughs> I can't wait to play the Me Room and see the crazy random drawings or random racist <laughs> Luigi's that pop up. What's your favorite Smash stage? Hyrule's really good. Hyrule yeah, Hyrule, Hyrule Temple. Uh, sure. I really like um, the Wind Waker stage. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Dr Dragon Dragon Roost. Mm -hmm. That one's super fun, and that music is so good. Yeah, I can't pretend like I have anything better than Hyrule Castle. Also, Spirit Tracks is a really good stage. I really like that from 4. Um, from the DS version. Yeah, I really like... Uh, are we like I can't remember is it the F Zero stage where it's yeah, like that's with like the car yeah the one which one the one where you're going along it two D or the one that it's just like a flat plane and there's cars uh, rushing uh, towards the screen I like the ones with the cars rushing I think it's kind of fun okay I like them both though Poke um, Floats is good uh, I really like. Uh, oh my God! What's the game? Is it the 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 drawing game for the DS? And it has like a level based around it. What's it, what's that? Oh, the level called the Notepad one. Yeah, I forget yeah, what that little app that, was. 
it was cool though it's a really cool level like a really cool uh, level design the real question is are they going to bring back stage creation <laughs> I think so yes. I think it is um, everything's bad what? so we have more friends probably getting switches and playing it than we do for like a classic smash four player uh, experience do you think the eight player version is going to be good I mean, yeah, it existed yeah, in yeah. it existed in the Wii U version, and I didn't like it in the Wii U version. Yeah. I thought it was kind of stretched the stages, and it kind of broke them, and like the stages became materially worse with more people, like beyond four. Well, the the camera works differently now, so this this stages stretching isn't a problem. Oh, so they they sort of they knew that and they kind of fixed it. I think so. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see because I think we can easily get eight players, you know, like consistently. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I always liked eight player Smash because you can kind of. Oh, but it. No, it's just. It's nonsense. It's nonsense, but it also limited the stages that were workable, lights. right? Like a lot of stages, which is really like, bad. Well, that's why you, you can play on a, the big big stages like Hyrule Temple and stuff. Fair enough. Well, uh, last but not least, we got Kevin. Yeah, I've the main the main stage. I've actually had a super busy week. Uh, to start off with, I did finally finish Doom. Um, I say finally finished Yay. because the game came out two years ago, but I beat the whole thing in less than a week. Nice. How long had, did you own it before you got it on this on this device of yours? Yeah, I mean, I bought it a while ago on Steam. Um, you bought it for sixty bucks and now played it. <laughs> no, I I definitely bought it on con- some kind of sale, but I mean I yeah, and then played it when it was it was free. more expensive than it was when I started playing it at the very least. I know that, uh, but yeah, it was really good. The second half of the game continues to be super strong. Uh, I was super surprised the pacing kind of changes because like in the first couple levels, it's just like we need to fix this satellite. End of the level, you fix the satellite, like. We need to do this, and the level we've done that. And then, like, you get to the halfway point, and you're like, alright, we're closing the portal to hell. But then that takes, like, six levels on its own. So I spent four hours thinking I was on the last level of Doom. Like, every single time. Uh, but yeah, it still worked really well. Uh, you know, the the enemies were still a ton of, a ton of fun to fight. And, like, you hit points where you've, uh, between the weapons you've unlocked and the runes and, like, everything, you become wildly overpowered, but the game still doesn't become trivial. It'll be like, okay, you have a machine gun that has double barrels and never overheats or runs out of ammo, but, like, you're still going to have a problem because they're just going to throw eight times as many demons at you nonstop. And so uh, it was impressive how they managed to uh, really play that. Because like, I unlocked the ability to have unlimited ammo. And I'm just like, how is the rest of this not trivial? And I'm just like, oh, because I'm constantly getting fucked from every angle. Um, well, that's cool, though. I feel like it's a lot of games struggle with that balance. Like, eventually, you just tip the balance and it's not... Uh, it's not hard anymore. Like, I think Dark Souls is kind of an example of that, where, like, the beginning of the game is so brutal, 
but like if you keep at it, eventually you upgrade all your weapons, and you're at the point where you just can kind of roll everything. And then, of course, you go to the DLC and get your face stomped in. But, yeah, I mean, Dark Souls is a great example, because Dark Souls is a misnomer. It, it, people say it's a hard game, but it's really not. It just asks you to be very intelligent and, like, careful. And once you are, it's not particularly difficult, I think. Well, it's like, once you understand it's a rhythm game, that then you win. Yeah, it's just like, but... You just have to respond to these inputs. Exactly, but... In, it's interesting, Kevin, yeah. to hear you talk about Doom, where, like, you get uh, power-ups that make you feel more powerful and, like, you can take on more, but you're not steamrolling through the game. Because, like, that happens in a lot of shooters, where, like, I think Borderlands is an example of this. You get these super powerful guns, and then it's just like, okay, it's just a race to the finish. Nothing's going to come close to even touching me. Yeah, and I mean, they definitely, you know, you get these upgrades where you're like, you, I feel like I can take on way more, and they're like, okay, well, here's fucking way more. Like, deal with that deal. shit. Did and you die? Still, like towards the end. Oh yeah, I still, I still died every now and then. Um, I'd gotten like smarter with my ability to like, <laughs> just constantly dodge. Like you know, you stop moving, you're fucking dead. If if you can keep circling, you can be okay. Uh, plus the fact that like you know, every kill you get if you're doing the glory kill gives you back a certain amount of health, and. It feel it felt like if you were really low on health, it would give you back like half your health, as opposed to like if you were mostly full health, it would give like one or two orbs. It's pretty smart about that, yeah. Yeah, and then, but like you could still get that feeling of being overpowered because you can go back to the early stages to get like secrets you missed or whatever, and have everything you've unlocked, and so then you're just blowing through <laughs> the early levels. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like going back and blowing through the early levels just makes you realize how consistent the difficulty level is throughout the entire game, start to finish. It's fucking incredible the way they managed to like really nail it like that. Um, I've had a lot of time. <laughs> and the the story was like surprisingly good. It's not like complicated or deep, uh, but I doesn't need to be. Yeah. But, like, if you dig into the, um, all those little, like, data logs you find that uh, you don't, you know, need to read or understand, there's, like, a surprising amount of lore they've built up there, and I don't know how much of it existed in, like, manuals for the original games, uh, but it's there, Not and it's surprisingly really. deep. In magmas! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Samuel Hayden was an interesting character, uh, and so I'm interested to see more of him in Doom Eternal. I have to say, yeah, the, I, the main villain... The one on the Switch? No, Doom Eternal is just the new game coming out eventually. It's a sequel. Oh, I thought it was, like, I thought it was also coming out for it the Switch. It is out on the Switch. Yeah, oh, okay. it's just called Doom on the Switch. Okay. Uh, but so yeah, Doom 2016 is in fact incredibly good. I super recommend it to anyone who hasn't given it a try yet. It's you know probably ten bucks on sale on Steam nowadays. Uh, would you say it's the best? Or it will be. Captain, would you say it's the best first-person shooter you played this generation? Uh, it's definitely up there, and it's tough because it's one of those games that you know it plays so much differently than most modern 
shooters because it has the wide variety of weapons that you constantly have on you rather than having to pick like two or three. Because, uh, you know, like Quake is almost like a different genre than uh, like Destiny, even though they're both first person shooters. Yeah. I mean, the uh, only thing that I could think of that has, like, the cachet of Doom 2016 is Overwatch. And besides that, like, get out of here. I mean, De- Destiny is actually really good, but um, Destiny is plagued by boneheaded decisions that's are really disappointing. It's not this generation, though. <laughs> it is very much not this generation. <laughs> Remember all the vaping jokes in it? I mean, Killzone 2 is really good. It's not as good as Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare 2. I hear really good things about Black Ops 4. Yeah, I really want to play it. I do too. I just uh, can't justify playing it with Smash coming out. That's a problem. Outside of Doom, I also played Celeste. I don't know if you guys have heard of oh. that. Oh! That's the side scroller, right? Yeah, it's it's a pixelated uh, platformer where you're a girl climbing a mountain. Right, okay. Yeah, Yeah, and so it's It's like... right? Yeah, kind of. Like, it has more of a story and it's less levelized. Uh, You know, it's not like one screen that you get by and then, like, go back to the level select menu. Uh, But so, yeah, it's... There's a, definitely a lot of similarities to Super Meat Boy as far as just being like a really hard platformer that controls incredibly tightly. Uh, you know, it's pretty standard as far as it controls. You have the jump, you wall jump, you get one air dash, and then eventually you'll find like items that, you know, if you hit in the middle of the air, it will refresh your dash, and you have to use that to get around. Um, I. <laughs> it's. Oh, in a weird space because I enjoyed it a lot and it's a super good game, but it still wasn't for me in the sense that I played through all the levels and I beat it. And one of the collectibles you can find are these, you know, cassette tapes called B-sides. And so when you, uh, when you collect a B-side for a level, you unlock the B-side for that level, which is a almost identical level, but way the fuck harder. You know, like, this wall has spikes where it didn't before. This platform is gone. That kind of stuff. And so the, the point of the game is, like, once you beat it and have, like, experienced the story, you're supposed to go and get all the B-sides and beat those. And then within the B-sides, you can unlock C-sides, which are even harder Oh, <laughs> and like I... out of curiosity I went to the Celeste subreddit and people have you know like absurd speed running records and like getting all of this like people get deep yeah into collecting it. all of these like getting through a B and C sides with like less than 20 deaths whereas doing the main story I was well over 2500 deaths and so like seeing all that I was just like oh, I'm done like I did the story it was really good it was challenging I enjoyed it that's all I need out of this game done yeah. uh, and it was super worth it get me out yeah, of it here. was super worth it even just for that 
So there's a whole huge depth to the game that is beyond anything I have any interest in, but everything I did in the game was very good and you, totally worth playing. You you played it on the Switch? No, I uh, played it mostly on my Win 2. Um, you know, okay, it's a, and how long, how long did it take you? Uh, I heard it was really long. It wasn't too bad. Uh, actually, let me go ahead and I think I... Yeah, Steam will tell 13 you. hours, according to Steam. Whoa, so, you did that in a week? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I, clap, clap, clap. You know, again, having it on such a portable system made it a lot easier to slip in. You know, like, I'm getting my oil changed, and I'm, like, sitting there <laughs> blowing through a couple levels if I can't. Um, but, yeah, it was super good. It was a little game, but it had it had a good story, if not, like, kind of that cliche indie game, like, oh, here's a story about, like, my anxiety and depression <laughs> kind of thing going on. That's what it's about? Braid. What? It's what it's about? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's this girl, you know, essentially trying to, like, find herself a little bit climbing this mountain. And, uh, like, literally there's a mini game about her having a panic attack. And you, like, trying to keep an, a feather, like, in the air to help her calm down. Whoa. Um, I, I, I knew people really praised the game for its story. I did not realize it was about, like, depression and anxiety and all that. That's yeah, cool. and... I don't know depression specifically, but just, you know, that's a pretty common thing in indie games to just be like, here's, like, m the mental issues I'm dealing with in life. So, like, that's what the game is going to be about. That's uh, okay, But it was right? good. I, I liked the characters you meet throughout it. And I really enjoyed the little, you know, um, old school voices they did where it's like... <laughs> Oh, Those like Zelda voices? Just, like, fun to listen to. Simlish. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so super good the, game. Uh, leaderboards for the speedrun. You beat it in 13 hours, you said? Yeah, Steam has me down as 13 hours. hours. Yeah. Uh, so, people are beating this in less than 30 minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the speedrun. <laughs> I got 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's... Fucking gross! What some people are able to do with this? Well, that's fucking the best gross! Are the platformers where you can just like beast through them. That's incorrect. The best speed runs are Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> there is a pretty fantastic uh, all four temples. They just blow themselves over. Well, yeah, it's like they they break the physics of the game. It's pretty incredible. But I've, like I've, Mario 64, like jumping up the stairs. No, it's way better than that. No, that... Yeah, like what you can do with Breath of the Wild speedrun is like you basically can turn any object to launch you in, across the Oh, yeah, yeah. The map. No, but so I've, I've seen a lot of Celeste speedruns posted. Um, I've been in this weird kick where if I can't fall asleep, I'll just watch like 10 minutes or sometimes longer of a speedrun. Maybe I'll have to check out this last and then I'm up till 5 a.m. I don't know what I've been doing. Just watching speedruns. <laughs> uh, outside of that, I I marathoned uh, two things. So Kara and I watched the entirety. Of <laughs> Kara and I watched the entirety of the real cinematic <laughs> yeah. universe. 
which is the Viewisk universe or the Jay and Silent Bob. Oh my god! Cinematic universe. What? No. Can I? Can I? Can I make a preface here? One sec. So Kara is a very lovely lady, and she is also very politically correct occasionally. How did she handle these movies that are? Yeah, we watched them. So we actually watched Dogma a couple months ago. And then outside of that, within the last week, we just watched them in order. We watched Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks 2. Yeah, I so I had, never actually, I had never actually seen Chasing Amy. I had heard, you know, really middling to negative things about it my entire life. And so I just never bothered. And it was just like, uh, f- we're watching them. Fuck it. Let's like go ahead and watch it. And... Uh, I will say from a, um, you know, not holding up in a political sense, uh, Chasing Amy is probably the worst one. Yes. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. like, the whole thing... Yeah, because, like, the the opening 10, 20 minutes are pretty good. And then, like, the rest of the movie just isn't very funny. And it's a weird 1997 attempt to be woke about sexuality and, like, yeah, especially fluid sexuality. And That's it's such just, a good point. It's so, it, it's so tone deaf. It misses the mark yeah. so hard, especially, you know, Kevin Smith is a straight white guy. And, like, it fucking shows in his attempt to deal with, like bisexuality and lesbians uh and it's like so much worse when Kara was like looking up interviews from 2017 where like kevin smith talked about how it was like autobiographical in regards to his relationship with, it was in regards to his relationship with the girl who played Alyssa. oh no and it just makes the whole thing like so much worse and so much more baffling wow and and then uh, after that, like, honestly, Clerks 2 was surprisingly hard to watch. Oh, um, no. I love that movie cringy. still. What was bad about it? It's just... Like, my issue was Randall. Like, <laughs> I remember Randall being like... Yeah, it, like, I remember him being, you know an idiot and like you he, he definitely wasn't someone you were supposed to want to emulate but like holy shit until like his ending monologue in the jail there's just nothing redeeming about him as a character throughout the majority of the movie that's kind well, of the point though yeah, he's just an asshole yeah he's, yeah, he's a jackass yeah he's just an unredeemable asshole all the time and like watching it now he's not funny enough to justify it uh no i'm gonna quote some lines you yeah and i'm not just so randall i'm not slating the actor like the jokes he makes to be an asshole just now aren't funny I, I, I think he's well, a very Lord funny actor. Lord of the Rings 1 is so good. 
Lord of the Rings, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for three movies. Here's right the, f- a fucking here's the volcano. first movie. Yeah. I, I really enjoy... Uh, he's like, what is this GoBots bullshit? <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. Yeah, but then just like in addition to that, it's the one that's like the most heavily laden with just like gay jokes. Like I, I remember looking up clips from uh, Clerks Two, uh, Clerks One. Where in a couple clips I found Jay drops like the F bomb. And then, like, we watched Clerks one, it was literally twice once in the beginning and once in the yeah, end. Another F bomb. And well, that was like. There's not a lot of time to drop F bombs when every five seconds Jeff yeah. saying, I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> but, like, in Clerks 2, while they don't say uh, the F bomb more than twice, I think. Like, it's just constantly like, oh, you homo, like, that's so gay, you're so gay, like, you love sucking <laughs> cock just all the fucking time. That is, like, every insult throughout the entire t- thing. And, like, it's just hard to watch in 2018, honestly. <laughs> Kevin, like... you like, I thought this was the funniest I, shit ever. This hurts me so much because, like, that's one of my greatest memories is going to Clerks 2 on opening night and... Everything around that fucking weird day was just amazing. <laughs> and we saw it twice in like 12 hours or something. Yeah. Uh, Mallrats was really good. Um, I would say, having rewatched them all, uh, Dogma is probably still my favorite. Oh, yeah, it yeah, hits good. that like weird mix of like serious, but like you know, still obviously not taking itself very seriously. Uh, Mallrats, <laughs> holy bartender. I do. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Mallrats are like tied for second. Um, then probably Kirk, uh, probably Clerks One, Clerks Two, and then like. Chasing Amy as a distant last, uh, but so that was <laughs> that was an interesting way to spend a good portion of the last week. Uh, the last, yeah, the last thing I binged and fucking it's not worth like talking a lot about. I just put it on randomly while doing chores and then ended up watching the whole thing. Uh, it's a Netflix original mm-hmm. series called The Hollow, uh, and it's an animated show. It's relatively new within the last couple months. And the, the like, imagery when you're, like, flipping through Netflix made it look interesting and, like, it might almost be adult-oriented. And it's it's definitely not. The main characters are all, like, you know, 15, 16. They don't specifically say. And it's clearly kind of, like, targeted towards that. Uh, but the first half had promise to it. What? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to, my final verdict. My final verdict was that, like, overall, it's not worth watching. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. It helped you get the chores done. Uh, but like, the basic <laughs> plot is that these three kids wake up in this like underground bunker, and they have no memory of their lives, who each other are, who they are. 
Like, the only thing they have to go on is they have pieces of paper in their pocket that say what they assume their names are. And so, like, they get out of the bunker, and they're in this weird forest, and there's, like, some kind of government lab thing going on, and demon dogs, and some weird magic guy. And so, like, it's this whole mystery of, like, where are they? How did they get there? Why can't they remember anything? And, and like, scrubs. as they they uh, run into all kinds of crazy things. They meet the horsemen of the apocalypse. They meet a cyclops. They meet sirens and all kinds of stuff. What the fuck? Uh, what is this show? Yeah, it's all over the fucking place. Um, Were you able but to like, do chores with your mind being blown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kids, oh, shit, that's an ogre. The kids also have superpowers. One of them super strong. Flying around like rocket man. I'm just imagining Kevin like vacuuming, and it's just like, I thought this was a superhero show. Now there's a cyclops. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of a classic case of like the mystery being more interesting than the reveal. Because, like, the second half is they kind of figure things out and it wraps itself up. It's just like, oh, I don't care anymore. Like, this part isn't interesting now. Um, And so, it was... It was (laughs) alright. If you, like, have nothing better to do, it's okay. I don't regret watching it, but, like, the ending was just super disappointing. So, if you're doing chores... Or not paying attention, it's a great show to watch. Yeah, it's a hard pass. Um, yeah, not gonna watch it. Did, did they announce another season? Because typically they announce it pretty fast. So is it sort of over? You think? I haven't. I haven't checked if they have specifically announced doing a second season. But like the ending left it open for that. But I don't know what the fuck they would do. I don't really get the trend towards like kids animation on Netflix. Like, is that a market they just don't have and they want to get? Like, I don't... I don't. I think they're just grabbing at straws, you, seeing whatever sticks, well, I'm you surprised know? it's taken this long for them to even make the attempt uh, to... Because, you know, like, there's no shortage of, you know, the absolute, like, five and under kind of animated programming for children... Well, there is that box that says kids that I never click on when I'm yeah, and I logging mean, into Netflix. Like, Kara has a six-year-old and a three-year-old cousin, and so, like, you know, they show me all kinds of stuff that I had no idea was on Netflix, and I would absolutely never watch if I wasn't forced to watch it with a toddler. Uh, oh, and then watching? they have stuff like okay. BoJack and F is for Family and, like, very adult-oriented stuff. I uh, didn't I was realize it. Yeah, sorry. I just didn't realize a kid would be going to Netflix to watch TV shows. Oh, that's yeah. sort of blowing my mind. Okay, yeah. that's all they know oh. now. Yeah, is it? It's that or YouTube? I thought they just watched Teen Titans Peppa Go. Pig that tries to sell you things and like play Minecraft and like that's their entertainment. And well, like her her cousins are too young to even play Minecraft, so like they'll get okay. on there, they'll watch the horse girl stuff they'll watch horse sing girl. And... the classic show the horse girl <laughs> stuff yeah. i don't even mean like my little pony there's like one about a girl who hangs out who like tames horses or whatever there's there's a ton of stuff for kids to watch just like non-fucking horse stop. girl stuff uh but like 
until relatively recently, there wasn't, like, much in the way of, like, stuff that it could appeal to both. You know, there wasn't the Avatars or the Gravity Falls or Adventure Time or that kind of Sponge stuff. SpongeBob. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like they're kind of working towards that now with stuff like the Hollow, the Dragon Prince, Voltron. Uh, oh, yeah. Voltron's really good. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, nothing's hit the level of, um, like, Avatar or Gravity Falls, a regular show or anything like that yet, as far as I know. But, like, it's they're at least making an actual attempt now. Uh, so I was on a plane um, going to Vegas, and there's this kid next to me, and he saw me watching Castlevania on my phone, and he was telling me about the 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 anime that you were watching, Ben. Was it like the Black Swordsman or some shit, like the Roundtable Knights thing? What was it called? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sin. Yeah, is that like adult oriented? This kid was like twelve, so I don't know if if it fit. There's definitely some adult-oriented themes that happen in the show. Okay, but what does that yeah, it's mean? It's not like Goblin Slayer from what I've watched, but like it's one of those things where like if the parents aren't watching, then like it's not yeah, going to fuck up scenes. a 12-year-old, but like <laughs> the, the parents wouldn't be happy if they caught it. Sure. He'll like cat girls later. It's nothing like okay. that. But, but like I like it. I really like the character development. Yeah. Um so but Seven Deadly Sins is not like that sort of young adult type thing you're talking about. I think no. right? not as young as Kevin's talking, yeah. Okay. Like teenage. I was just curious because he really liked it and he like wanted me to watch it and I was like, Okay, kid. Kids are you know you stop falling asleep on my growing shoulder. up fast, man. That's like how like I try to think of myself as a nice guy, I and mean, then this like kid kept falling asleep on me. I just got angrier and angrier until I had to wake him up and yeah, be but... like, "Please don't do this." And he's just a tired twelve-year-old. I'm so tired. What does that mean for me? Like, am I a monster? Who can say? I think you're very right. snuggly. I don't think so. All right, we gotta cut this off. We're fucking pushing two hours now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, but real quick. We need to end on the important decision. We only had Matt's rating on Chris Pine's push. <laughs> eight months. Well, he never even gave us a rating. He did. I thought it was he said the movie months. was eight Matt. He gave it eight Matt's out yeah, of ten. We... No, seven Matt's out of ten. Yeah, the rest we... of us have to go see Chris Pine's push. Yeah, I don't right, really come care back. about Robert the Bush. Come back next week for Smashapalooza and a five-guy rating on Chris Pine's bush. <laughs> <laughs> that is a oh, sell. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Five straight guy. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye